Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over the town, working hard to bring you the best, never selling for less. See, every day is something different. And good morning and welcome back. And this day, it is Relationship Day, where we talk about relationships to help make yours healthy, happy, wholesome, wonderful, and most of all, loving between consenting adults. And I'm so happy she's back. My sister in our psychologist, mental health specialist, Dr. Dorothy Jeffries. Good morning, Dr. Jeffries. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Glad to be back. Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. And it's a beautiful day to have in Memphis, Tennessee, to have you back, Dr. Jeffries. The sun is shining, and it's a good day today. It's a good day every day that we're up and about, girl. I'm telling you. You're right. You're right. This morning, Dr. Jeffries, we want to talk. You know, we know Valentine's Day is coming up. It's Tuesday. And and uh, and we want to talk about that. You know what love is like, lust, fuss, or must. Let me say that one more time. I know. I need to know what love is like, lust, fuss, or must. Now, Dr. Jeffries, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you say, Valentine's Day is coming up. And ironically, Valentine's Day, which is supposed to be all about love, showing your loved one what they mean to you with gifts and flowers and candies. And it's a multi-million dollar, possibly close to a billion dollar industry because everything is inflated around it. There's a lot of commercialism and what have you. And people then are not choosing things to give you as tokens of love, but they're they're giving you expressions of what they think looks good or what they think is valuable to you or what you might value or that other people that you show what you've gotten is valued by. So it has gotten so bogged down in so many different other areas. That's why we're asking what does love have to do with it? Mm-hmm. Some people have high expectations about, excuse my little girl here. <laughs> I know, go on the town. <laughs> That's Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, okay, Zoe. Um, come here, come here, okay. They, uh, they then have relationships that may be gathered completely on like, maybe they just met, Maybe if it's close to Valentine's Day, the expectation is I will still get something 
for Valentine's Day. Maybe they are in a long-term relationship and they just do a perfunctory thing like, I'm going to give you these uh, flowers from Kroger and then get you uh, a box of candy from Walgreens and then there you go. But the thing is, Mm-hmm. Is it really symbolizing the, what you value about your relationship? Is it symbolizing what the person means to you? And, and this is the other piece of this. Does it have anything to do with the love language that your person, your significant person uh, or partner values? That's what. That's the key. You may be giving something or asking for something or expecting something or wanting something that is not what you necessarily want or need. And then for those people who are in a relationship, they then uh, seem to tie so much emphasis and value to, I don't have somebody in my life. And this is 24 hours Mm -hmm. that they really just go, completely and feel so terrible and what have you about their situation and, and worrying about being alone. So I I was thinking that today's conversation would kind of look at, you know, is there value in celebrating Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Do you do it because it's something you want to do as an expression? Do you have a ritual? Is this something that you show your your person how you think and feel about them? Is it something that you must do or there will be no peace in your house? Is it something that you ought to do because you will look like a bad spouse or partner or significant other? So just really looking at what's behind that and what alternatives or choices we might make that would be more satisfying, that would be more realistic and honest, and, and what in, in line with what your intentions are. Okay. And, and so one of the things, and I think that's a key word, what are your, the key word, Dr. Jeffries, intentions, intentions. Exactly. Exactly. So when we look at Valentine's, it, and we kind of discussed it last Friday, they, Dr. Jeffries, I'll tell you what some of the, I asked the question uh, about, I, I had a poll. It was a poll done that a lot of single people aren't celebrating Valentine's anymore. They don't do that kind of stuff anymore. And mm-hmm. and, and I asked the listeners, I mean, do, uh, do you celebrate? Uh, is Does it mean anything to you? And some says, no, it's just another day. You should celebrate it every day. But we didn't get into the depths like you're getting in today is that what is what what is love? What is like? What does it look like? What is lust, fuss, or or a must? You got to and, and and I love this because we can get into that today. Oh, well, it's like a follow up to yeah. yeah I kinda, know you can handle this. Yeah, <laughs> you know I handle it that, that year. I, have, I do. I, you know, when we take our break, I'll have to get that survey so I can give you some of the things that that was said about that. But I love that. Okay. And and I think a lot of times, Doctor Jeffries, and and over the years, oh my gosh, have we talked about this? A lot of people get love, like and lust all mixed up. And I exactly. want to deal with that love, like or lust. Mm-hmm. And, and then mm-hmm. when you get when you and then I ask this question as you has asked, 
Is that a must? <laughs> you have to love See, life. That's the yeah. key. Okay. That's the key. Are you settling for love? I mean, for like and lust and must mm-hmm. because you feel that that says who you are or what you value that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So what we'll do, Dr. Jeffries, we are going to take this break so we can get into it. As always, our topic of conversation and listeners as well. If you have a relationship question (laughs) for Dr. Dorothy Jeffries as well this day, we do invite you to call. Stand by, Dr. Jeffries. We do invite you to call. We do invite you to call. If you have, here are the numbers. Let me give those numbers out for our first-time listeners. You just may be a first-time caller today. 535-9342. 535-9342. If you're listening to us outside the Memphis area, you can call us toll-free at one 800 503-9342. That's 1-800-503-9342. We'll get you in to us. It's Relationship Day. We're talking. I need to know what love is. Lust, like, fuss, or must on this Relationship Day on The Bev Johnson Show. Only on W. D-I-A. Hi, this is David Porter, and you are listening to the queen of talk, Bev Johnson. She is the only... No one can top her, no one can stop her, and I'm in love with her. You're listening to Bev Johnson at WBIA. WDIA celebrates Black History Month. If you saw the movie Hidden Figures, you know that black women were the brains behind getting the spaceship to fly. If you or someone you know was saved by open heart surgery, you could thank Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, a black man who performed the first open heart surgery. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives have always mattered. My name is Lonnie Coleman with the Taro Final. Celebrating legacy all month long. Welcome back. We are talking this relationship day. I want to know if it's love, it's like, it's lust, 
fuss or a mess. We're talking with our psychologist, mental health specialist, Dr. Dorothy Jeffries. Dr. Jeffries isn't in the studio. She's on the phone, but she can hear you. If you have a question or two, a comment for you, she will hear you. So I'm going to our phone lines to talk with you. Honey. Hey, Beverly, how you doing? I'm doing fabulous, Ronnie. And you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Uh, look, that, uh, that love, mm -hmm. really what I call it about is in love. I was having a conversation with somebody about that word in love. And when people say, well, I'm in love, you know, I was telling that person that, in my opinion, that word in love, that ain't nothing but lust. You in lust right now. Mm -hmm. You say you in love because to me, that's why. Well, hey, I forgot. Hello to Dr. Jeffries, too. But mm -hmm. but uh, that word in love, that's, that's, that's in lust to, to me. Because why why that's do you why say that? Why do you say that, Ronnie? In love, well, it means in lust. That, okay. And I say that because that's why people say they're, they're able to fall in and out of love. Because when you think about it, I guarantee you, the majority of the people that say they're in love, when they say, well, I'm not in love with this person, but I love them. That just means they don't lust for them anymore. That's what that means. They're not all hot and bothered by them anymore. And they, <laughs> that, to me, that's what that word is, that in love word. word. Because actually, when you, when you look at the, if you actually look at the Bible, when it talks about love, it don't talk, talk about in love. That's something we did, you know, in love, I'm in love. Yeah, you in lust. That's what you are. But anyway, I just want to know what Dr. Jeffrey. I just want to know how, what Dr. Jeffrey has to say about that. When people say, I'm in love, you're saying, Ronnie, I think I heard you say, that really they're in lust. And in lust, and meaning that they really want to have sex with you. Is that what you're saying? Well... Well, that they are sexually attracted to you and their hormones are all jumping for you, you know. But, yeah, yeah, basically, basically that's what that's all about, and that in love thing. So, again, you're asking the question when people say they're in love, is there, I guess, such a thing as being in love? Is that what you're asking, Ronnie? Yeah. Okay, okay. There you go. I is want... there such a thing? <laughs> and if it is, uh -huh. and if it is, uh -huh. I want her to explain it to me. Okay. I want her to, to explain it, if there's such a thing. I love it. Good question, Ronnie. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Ronnie. All right, thanks. I'm going to All Dr. Right, Jeffries. Dr. Jeffries, I hope you heard Ronnie. I did hear Ronnie, and those, that is a great question because that is something that we talk about all the time. What people typically focus on when they talk about being of loving somebody, they think about the first stages of a, a relationship with somebody that they are, are falling, if you will, in love with or that they just met and all the, everything is firing up and beating and there's excitement, there's charisma, there's passion. You know, it's, it's like that first stage of addiction which is what everybody, the poets, the singers, everybody says that the beginning of love feels like. Can't wait to see you. We'll talk on the telephone all night, all of those things. 
And it is a form of love and attraction, but attraction is the primary thing that's going on with that. If the if you're able to maintain um, the connection, the excitement, the interest beyond that first stage, then what you do is you have the opportunity to figure out if this is something that is still appealing to you, that it's appealing on other levels other than just the chemical attraction, the, the sexual attraction, the interest and, the, and feeling mesmerized by the person. Are you now wanting to find out more about this person in different settings? Do you want to know some of the things that you may not have in common? Are you able to be your authentic self? Do you think that this person is there uh, and they're being their authentic self? And then what you're doing is you're playing around with building a relationship that's intimate. Mm -hmm. Where we have a lot of problems is that people, particularly nowadays, they rush through Everything. They never even experienced some levels of stages of romantic and love development because they do everything in the first stage. They meet, they mate, they marry, they become parents, yes. and all of this can be in less than six months, and they don't know who they're with. Right. They have no idea. So, no, in that regard, they don't know what love is. They are, they, are, they are fooling themselves and allowing themselves to be lured, lured into a relationship through the addiction of initial attraction and sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. The lust, if you will. Okay. But lust doesn't always necessarily last, and lust has never been able to fully sustain a relationship. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's why when we say this over and over again, but just like teenagers don't listen with, with their first love and what they see in it, the see, oh, my God, this is nothing but a problem. What does she see in him? What does he see in her? Mm-hmm. The thing about it, the louder you say don't, why, or what, or challenge it, the more attractive that that, that whole situation is. So, yes, there is a thing of really being in love, Mm -hmm. and then there's also the thing, if both partners are interested, are willing to do the work, and committed to moving to the next level, because the next level, the second level is where the real work, you know, comes in where you see some things that become irritating to you. You see some things that contradict what you like or how you feel about something. You see some things about this person when their A1 company behavior is no longer there, where they are comfortable now with not necessarily putting their best foot forward. And you have to then decide, is this something that I want to work on? Is this uh, a place that I see happiness, that I still feel love, desire, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But we have to take the time to ask those questions. 
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Very good. Dr. Jeffries, hold on. I'm going back to our phone lines to talk with Ron. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, love. How are you? I'm doing well today, Ron, and yourself. Freezing my butt off. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it, brother. I love it. And and good day to Dr. Jeffries. Um, You know, relationships, Lord knows that at this point in my life, I've, I've been in a ton of them. And I, I learned early that any relationship built on lust, just as Dr. Harper said, it was because that fire goes away. Mm-hmm. But I, my bride and I both look at Valentine's Day as kind of a, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a pain in the ass to be real honest with you because of the fact the companies have turned it into such a, a financial dog, mm-hmm. to be real honest. Yeah. I, I do things, well, for instance, I, Lisa is my bride. Mm-hmm. She's not my wife. And I call her that, number one, to honor her. But I find that, that lust turns into desire. Mm. I desire with that person for the rest of my life. I desire to see her every morning that I wake up and would be sadly disappointed if I didn't. And, and sometimes people put too much store on lust because, you know, like doctor, that goes away. And as you get older and, and bodily functions don't necessarily work the way they used to work, mm-hmm. you better have some else that you have built that relationship on and the thing that i've built it on most is trust mm. because i've bought a relationships that i could not trust and that was proven but it, this it, let me ask life. let me ask this ron so trust that's that's a big deal for you that's not a br- deal breaker you have to have that trust i must have it you it must has have to be there okay okay because if I can't trust the person that I'm with, there are a lot of people out here that would screw me over just for giggles. Yeah. Okay. But I can't trust the person that I spend the lion's share of my life with, then, then what else do I have? Okay. So, so once trust is gone or broken, then it, it's, it's damn near impossible to get that back. Because always in the back of your mind, you're wondering, what is that person doing now? Or who are they doing today? Mm-hmm. So, so lust is good in the beginning, but desire is much, much better. It, it, it's, it's an anticipatory thing because you, you desire to see that person when they come home for work. Or you desire to go and have dinner or go away for a week for a vacation. And I find it much more exciting. And as far as Valentine's Day is concerned, I don't need one designated day to show that I have nothing but love for this person. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Dr. Harper, tell me. Dr. Jeffrey, and, Dr. Jeffrey. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Dr. Jeffrey, please yeah. forgive me. Doctors all over the place. Yeah. Dr. Jeffrey. So if I'm wrong, let me. Okay. Thank you, Ron. You're more than welcome. Bye-bye.
We'll check in with Dr. Jeffries and see what she has to say. Dr. Jeffries, Ron says lust, he said, turns into desire. He likes that word, desire. I, I, like, I like everything that Ron said other than calling me Dr. Harper. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> he apologized, sister. No. But but if I had to be compared with a really formidable uh, mental health uh, specialist, it would be Dr. Harper. So all is Kevin Run. But but in alignment with what he said, I I was listening to him when he was saying the difference between the lust and the desire, mm-hmm. and it's you really have to define that with your person. You know, you can if you're speaking the love language that you bring to your union and understand the love language that your partner brings to the union, very rarely, even if you both proclaim the same love language, very rarely is the entire language synonymous with each other. Mm -hmm. So being very clear that when I say I desire you every morning and then with the detailation that he gave, I think that that makes perfect sense. This is somebody that I want to be with, that I'm choosing to be with, Mm -hmm. that I need to be with because they make me happy. They compliment my life. You know, they understand me, I want them, they need me. All of those kinds of things are positive. So I, I do like that, that nuance on, on that term. And that, you know, and a part B to that, that is, a, that is something that a lot of therapists in relationships and family dynamics and what have you, when they are asking people, individuals, families, couples, and, and groups, what is your love language? Mm-hmm. And I have to add, thinking about what he said, what is your desired love language? Because I think that we really have two. We have the love language that we've been taught. What we model after seeing adults, caretakers, mentors, everybody, all the, the grown people around us, the people who are consistently around us, how they show love, how they give love, how they show care, how they receive care, how they um, behaviorally, you know, share their love with you, how they show their anger with you, how do they show their concern with you, how do they show their intentions with you. So we from watching those people. And so in some families you may grow up, we don't show physical affection in this family. That's something very private you do with yourself. But how are you supposed to know what to do in private if you've never seen it done in the most private, intimate part of your life, your family, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about your family of origin. So it's important that as we mature and grow up that we kind of really dissect and come to understand how we give and take, how we share, how we desire, how we, how we reject. Uh, what is it that we want? When we hear love, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? When, I, when we hear love, love, is it birds singing? Is it from a song? Is it that's bluesy? 
where somebody's hurt, somebody, you know, is sad, somebody been done wrong. Is it jazzy with intent, excitement, and uh, possibility? How do we define love? What comes to mind? And then ask, when I think of loving me, mm. think first for yourself. How do you show love for yourself? If you put everybody else ahead of you and don't do anything for yourself, that's probably how you are going to respond in a, re- in a love relationship. Your thought is to do, give, be all to everybody else, and whatever crumbs or leftovers you just satisfy yourself with, but it's never satisfying to you. There's mm. still something missing. Mm-hmm. So when you think about love, I encourage you to think about how do I want to be loved? How do I want someone to show care for me? Regardless of whether that's what you're doing now, but if you could have your, your greatest wish, how do you want to be loved? How do you want to be shown that you're loved? How do you want someone to respond to your love? And if you decide how you want them to respond to you, and then that's the behavior, the thought, the word, the deed that you show to them, then you begin the act of showing and telling and teaching your love language. Because if it doesn't come with, if it doesn't come from you, mm-hmm. you're never going to be totally satisfied. And a lot of people believe, well, if they, if you tell me you love me, then you should know me, and you should know everything that I want to need. You should know how I want to be kissed, how I want to be held, how I want to be caressed, how I want to be made happy, how do I want to be showed that I'm valuable. You should already know that, and that's stupid. They don't know you. Mm. You're a stranger until you're not. And the way that you become familiar is through intimacy, which requires the time, the knowledge, the work, the questions, and the conversations is how do you want to be loved? What do you need to feel loved? Mm -hmm. How do you want to show your love to me? Okay. All right. Hold on, Dr. Jeffries, going back to our phone lines, 535 9342 Hi, caller. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I'm doing well today. How you doing, brother? This is my Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to be quick, so I, I'm going to skip the shout out. Uh, happy uh, early Valentine's Day, Dr. Jeffries. Jeffries. Yeah. Psychologist, Doctor Jeffries, I got one question to ask you, okay? And and uh, it's pertaining to Valentine's Day and honest opinion. What is anything wrong with spoiling your spouse, your girlfriend, or your significant other on Valentine's Day? Now let me say this real quick. A lot of people say that Valentine's Day is just another day. You know, they holler the light bill with the lights on, the rent paid, the car no pay, you know, bump Valentine's Day. But I just, this is just me personally, my opinion and my opinion only. You know, I just think you should spoil your significant other, your girlfriend, or whatever you have on Valentine's Day. I've been doing it for years. 
But a lot of guys disagree with that. They just say Valentine's Day is another day. I just wanted your opinion on that. Sorry if I got off. Because no, of you on the side. That's good. That's good. Steve. Yeah, I, I, I really because a lot. Uh, you know, it, 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 I got a lot of haters anyway, so I might as well say this. You know, there's a lot of cheap ass guys in this town, so yeah, you know. But I, I just can't understand how you you be with a woman or you want a woman to do this and do that, and you know, you you don't want to do nothing for on Valentine's Day. And a lot of women will sit up here and say, Prince Charles called last week and said that he went to a, a florist or something like that. He know a couple of guys work at a florist. And they told him, Lord, the women who work, they send they sell flowers to their jobs on Valentine's Day, even when they don't have nobody, just to, you know, make it appear that they got somebody. But, you know, I've been doing it for years. I don't see nothing wrong with it. And I, I just really, really, really wanted your honest opinion on it. I know a thousand people trying to get in bail. That was Super Bowl weekend. And Dr. Jeffries, I did say happy early Valentine's Day. I will hang up and listen to your honest opinion. Thank you for taking my call, Bill. Love you, sister. Have a super great weekend. And, and you too, Steve. Have a super great weekend. Thank you. Dr. Jeffries, Steve wants your honest opinion. Well, honestly, Steve, I tell you, you sound so sincere and excited about your planned holiday valentine's day every year i think that you both get something out of it but more than what i think and what the naysayers say and the haters say if you've been doing it every year you've created that expectation and your wife looks forward to it and she enjoys it that's that's something that you have created as a marital ritual and that's significant and important, and you are speaking somebody's love language in that house, and the response is positive. So you don't have to ask a question about it. If it's, work, if it's working for you, you're getting the benefits that you want from it, don't try to fix it because it ain't broke. So if it, it ain't broke, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Not as happy as he was sounding about it. Yeah, because Steve always does wonderful things for his wives. And, and as he says, is it is it, it's okay to spoil that wife or husband or significant other. It, that's okay, isn't it, Dr. Jeffrey? If that's what you want to do. It is. And, and one point that he was saying, you know, that people would say, I need to pay this on the light bill. I need to make sure this is that. See, if that's a problem... Inconsistently have lights on in your house. If you inconsistently make sure that your family has a place to live without worrying about rent or mortgage or car notes or food and what have you, you're living in environmental and family insecurity. And that needs to be something that you're working on because there's another problem there that has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You, if you're doing what you should do as one of the adults in the house and taking care of business as a team between the two of you, be worried about that. You sh- that should be your priority for managing. And if you say we're not at a place right now because we have a mutual financial plan, a goal as to how we're going to become stable and take care of things. So, cause if you're in debt, and you're worried about bills and people are calling you and you're worried about being garnished and stuff, that, you're in hell. And that means something outside of your relationship is doing severe damage to the quality of your relationship. That takes priority. 
That's number one. So that's one of the things that we're going to expect and assume that the grown-ups in the house are managing or working on how to manage that. The second thing is that Valentine's Day is one day out of the year. If you only show appreciation for your spouse, significant other, loved one, and all of that one day a year, that's something that you need to work on too. You cannot sustain a relationship just with flowers, a box of candy, and a card one day a year. So think about that. But in terms of Steve, I think, you know, Steve always calls in with mm-hmm. really positive information about his relationship and his attitude about keeping it fresh, showing that he loves, honors, and respects his wife. And that's the way it should be. All right. Sounds good. Dr. Jeffries, we're getting ready to take a break. We have some more folks holding on the line for you today, Dr. Jeffries. <laughs> my people, my people, my people. <laughs> you, you, you got your people. We're working, Dr. Jeffries, today. Hold on, Dr. All Jeffries. Right. <laughs> I love it. And hold on, callers. Hold on, listeners. We're going to get your questions to Dr. Dorothy Jeffries, our psychologist and mental health specialist. 535-9342 is our number. 1-800-503-9342 will get you in to us. We're going to the other side of the Bev Johnson Show, right here on WDIA. Whether you're in Arkansas, Tennessee, or Mississippi, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, thank you for listening to The Bev Johnson Show on WDIA. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.